0: You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8 the Google Ads agency. 10x the profits, half the cogs. What if it were true? What if you could get 10 times the results and half of the costs? It is true. And I'm going to show you how. Right here right now. First of all, we're playing death by PowerPoint. This is maybe the thing that I'm most proud of professionally. I've talked about it before on the channel, I've talked about it before on podcasts, but I will not stop because I feel like repetition is another skill. First, I share the thesis. This is the core thesis of what it is that I'm talking about. A tiny minority of extremely high performers produce almost all of the economic outcome of a given endeavor. I'm going to read it again. A tiny minority of extremely high performers, produce almost all of the economic outcome of a given endeavor, Hunter and Schmidt. Incidentally, this is actually really worth going to school on because it is mind blowing. This is true in your business already. When you're smaller, it's a little less obvious, but you know what's really funny about that is actually when you're smaller, it's maybe even more obvious. You're just not paying attention to it. So like if you have three employees, I bet one does 90% of everything and the other two are there to help, right? And you're you're probably that one, but as you grow And as you scale, you start to realize that a handful of people, a handful of your staff is really responsible for the vast majority of the value that you're providing. Responsible for managing the higher end clients, most of the income, etc. Now, you can fight that and say, oh, I don't want to be beholden to those people. I want to diversify my resources. Or you can lean into it. And you lean into it by finding more of these high performers. I'm going to call them peaks. Here's how we do that. Step number one, you pay more. Peaks want more money, and they should want more money because they're peak performers. Now, every entrepreneur on the planet is like, oh, I want to pay less and get more, right? We're trying to play arbitrage, and you're a value investor, let's say. It's flawed thinking. There's nothing more expensive than a cheap employee. There's nothing more expensive than a cheap employee, and there's nothing more cost-effective than hiring a peak performer. A peak performer can cost as little 10 to 20% more than their peers, but they produce 3, 5, 10 times more, sometimes 100 times more. So go pay more and just try me on this. It took me years to figure this out. I was always trying to just find the bargains out there and it's an absolute complete and total nightmare. And it's a flawed model, it's flawed thinking when you start off paying more you end up getting better submissions you end up getting better applicants you get people that are excited you know what's really funny about this is when you pay more the same person becomes better they feel valued think about yourself and your own experience in life when you feel valued you perform better now you need to go to the places where you can afford to pay more which is really hard onshore incidentally like if you're in silicon valley when you need a software engineer well best of luck to you because you're not going to be able to compete against google amazon facebook apple who are just snapping up all of these folks and paying them insane amounts of money and even if you could match the salary requirements. You can't match the ascension opportunities or the benefits or honestly just the prestige. A lot of peak performers want to work for the big companies. So what I like to do is I like to go international. And I know that offends some people. I'm not going to apologize for it. It's what's worked for me. I've found the most amazing stellar staff internationally. And I've hired everywhere, Philippines, India, Bangladesh, Turkey, Ukraine, all of Latin America, Canada, go to where you can afford to compete. And, you know, it's hubris to think that this is the only country producing intelligent, hardworking people right like it's the same distribution of intelligent hardworking people on a per percentage basis everywhere and yet there are more people in a lot of these countries and so you expose yourself to a brighter labor market and if you've had bad experiences going international chances are it's because you've been working with either agencies or people that you've been giving bullshit work to if you had to do data entry if you had to sit there in line by line do a data entry for eight hours a day how well would you do that job right and so you think to yourself well yeah i had a bad experience when i went offshore this because i gave him a horrible job it was scrubbing or outreach or call centers Like, if you pay more than they're going to have the opportunity to earn anywhere else, you're going to get the triple PhD C-level execs that just happen to have lost the geographic lottery. Pay more. That's number one. Number two is live into the gamification. Peak performers want to win. Yeah, they want to be paid more money because they're worth more money, but they also want to win the game and money's how we keep score. And this is going to be true for everything with a peak performer, incidentally. You need to show them the path to winning. And the minute you don't have one, it doesn't matter what you're paying them, they leave. You're going to see this on a pretty regular basis, incidentally. Daniel Pink wrote a phenomenal book called Drive that's really worth reading. But in that book, he talks about what really drives human behavior. It's not money. So if you think a peak performer wants to get paid more just because they're being arrogant or selfish, that's not it at all. It's because they are... Are gamifying life and that's the first step to the gamification of the job market the second and third and then infinite step Is you making sure you put them in a position to be? Continuously winning and if you don't know how to do that by the way winning very often for most of us is measured in contribution How can they contribute? How do they give more? How do they help more? How do they do more? They want to contribute they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves like we all do like humans do Step number three be wary of bargains. This is two-sided coin sometimes you just end up lucking out but if somebody's willing to settle for anything less than a top-tier salary and they're not new, you know, newbies are going to get a pass here because they just need to be able to earn their hood stripes, let's say. But I'd caution you against people that are settling because you always kind of wonder like, oh gosh, I wonder what's wrong there. And it's not a reason not to hire somebody, but it's a reason to look deeply into what's happening. Also, just FYI, and this is maybe one of those most important points I can make, when you're looking for peak performers, you're selling you, they're not selling them. You're marketing to them. And right now, when I read some of these job descriptions they're absolutely freaking repulsive it's like you must comply with our very strict and stringent demands and should you not you will be publicly flogged in the eyes of your parents it's like what are you doing who do you think you're trying to attract with that bullshit this lame sterile black and white hr speak please shoot me in the face if i ever have to work at a place like that be fun be engaging be interesting let them know that you're actually real humans with real work and a mission and values peak performers want to work at a place that's like that a place where you would want to work. Be the place that you would want to work and then put that in your job description. Make sure they know. Have some personality, right? Like actually put yourself out there in a way that's real and authentic and human, which leads me to step number five. You need to market yourself. You're selling to peak performers. Joe Polish has a new book out called What's In It For Them. It's basically, honestly, knowing the title, you know most of what the book's about, although it's absolutely worth reading because it's a true masterclass in empathy. Figure out how to speak to these peak performers on their term. And, And you probably know how to do that based off of the job description that you're hiring for. You know, whatever these people are doing on a regular basis, if this is what they found themselves doing in life, it means that they're passionate about it. So how do you speak to them in a way that allows for the vision to be properly articulated as to where they could go? And sometimes... You have to go outbound. And there's a couple of different ways to do that. I love trolling LinkedIn. I love trolling LinkedIn. The gal that's running my agency right now, Leandra, brilliant, brilliant person. I'm so blessed to have her. I found her by stalking her on LinkedIn. Or what you can do is you can build funnels for employees. That's what this YouTube channel is, by the way. I thought when we launched this YouTube channel, I was going to use it to get clients. And we do, but it's more for... Finding employees, really amazing people, and also strategic partners. And it's been unbelievable at that. I mean, can you post a job boards? Yes. Do I still do it? Absolutely. But you also want to get creative because here's the interesting thing about peak performers is peak performers generally are not desperate for a job. These are the highest performing people in the world. Sometimes you got to go steal somebody else's peak performer, which incidentally, I'm going to give you one of my pro tips and hopefully it doesn't get me sued. Pay very close attention to women in middle management. There's a interesting study that says that women will apply for a job as soon as they feel one. 100% qualified. Men will apply for a job when they feel 60% qualified. So first of all, feel some shame, fellers. Or maybe not. Maybe it's like, hey, good for you for reaching for the stars. But what it means is there is an unreasonable number of women out there that have been overlooked, stagnating in middle management positions and having found a glass ceiling. And there's a whole bunch of other reasons too that that might be happening. So pay very close attention to women in middle management because because They're usually far more adept than their peers, statistically speaking. And I'm not auditioning for this season's episode of Woke Savior. I'm just letting you know that this has been my experience. And it's an interesting filter. Women also have stronger retention. So I'm pretty sure that everything I just said is illegal from an HR perspective. These views do not reflect the opinions of the organization and are hypothetical and actually fictional in construct. This is a screenplay that I'm writing or whatever asterisk gets me out of that. Go international. We already talked about this. I've got 100 employees and almost all of them are outside of the United States. I'm not bashing U.S. staff. What I'm saying, though, is if you're in this country, you've been blessed with the opportunity to start your own business, which is what a lot of peak performers do, or you are inside of a labor pool that is very heavily sought after. And there are some folks that are in other countries where that's just not the case. Now, obviously, if you're like, dude, I've got a pool cleaning company. I need somebody to show up to people's backyards and clean pools. All right, well, you're pretty restricted from a ge- geographic perspective. But you'd be surprised at how many jobs can be done remotely. And I've proven that in my business. Go international. There's some stellar people, like truly just stellar people available and accessible to you if you're willing to get over that limiting belief. Hire slowly. Because you're paying more, you can ask people to jump through hoops. I call them fly traps. As a matter of fact, remember, they like gamified systems. So those hoops are them playing the game. And what I've found to be really funny is I've actually ended up on interviews with people that were like, yeah, I actually did really want the job, but I wanted to see how far I could get. And I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Hire slowly, fire quickly. Don't put yourself in a position where you're putting up with somebody who poisons the well. As a matter of fact, the best way to piss off and alienate a peak performer is to put up with a crappy employee. And incidentally, if you don't know who your crappy employees are, your peaks will tell you. Just ask. With peak performers especially, this might be the most important note that I have for you. Do not micromanage. You can't. And there's all these little things that you might have gotten romantic about that a peak performer is not going to want to do. And it's going to influence the way that your company is structured as to whether or not you're willing to be flexible or if you're going to be quixotic. If you have a quixotic dedication to the rules, you're going to have a hard time with peak performers. Because these are people that don't do stuff that they're like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do it. That's all I got. Hope you all like this video. This is part of a new series that I'm doing where we're taking our Twitter threads and we're shooting videos about them. So I'd love your feedback on them if they're valuable and helpful and important. or If you're just like, dude, you suck. I'm going to stop watching unless You start doing things that are just more Google ads related. That's all I got. Appreciate you watching. Uh, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google ads agency in the world, You can visit Solutions8 at S-O-L-8.com. Costum here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free